one thing I want to together. One thing I want to pay attention to is that the life of God is not just a concept. It is expressed in how we live our life. So the fruit of the Spirit as met by Paul is also the life of God expressed in us. So it's not that I have got the life of God in me and in church you raise your arms and say, you spoke in tongues, you sang nicely, you acted nicely, you greeted everybody nicely, but when you get to me, you are not that devil's incarnate. You don't have the Spirit of God. Paul said, if anybody says he's born again, say, watch it. Even if he does not play, pray in tongues. See, this is the life that he must produce. And if you don't see that life, then he's not saved. Can I remind you, Ephesians chapter 4, I think verse 17, Apostle Paul said that, he said that, put on the new man, which is renewed, which is recreated after God that made it and told us the form. So it is recreated after God in righteousness and holiness. Wow. So the new man I've got is according for, you know, KJV calls it, says, according to, that is exactly like God. So the same thing he did in Genesis 1.28. Man in his own image after his likeness. The same thing he's doing in Christ. Man, the new man, the new man in Christ is created according to God. In what? In righteousness and holiness. Now what does that talk about? What is righteousness? A man as he ought to live his life. So we are looking at his life. So life is not just what you feel, um, you know, the goose bomb. The the um, the sensations you had in church, the tears you shed, but when you are outside, you cheat, you sleep around, you abuse, you backbite, you 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 keep quarrel, you are envious. You know all of those. We see believers. You you underpay your staff, you abuse them. You know, you look at look at uh, the circumstances I, I I was in from November to January, and our leader in that group is Momijio. And they were treating, and he's, he's just one of a million of people who treat people like that. And let us tell them now it's high time we stand in God for land. Let's pray in the spirit, see them blasting tongues, and they will tell you miracles about the Bible. But when it comes to their own business, they will treat you like an animal. Those people do not know God. Paul said, This is the life of the spirit. So this morning we read from Isaiah chapter 18 about the, the Ethiopian. Who were mighty people? They have military strength, they have the economic strength, they have the population, they have the influence, they have the connection, but they are merciless people. And God said, Because you you, you have poor values for people, and because you have poor values for people, what does God say? I will scatter your strength. Now, what is the Lord showing us this morning? He's still showing us what He has shown us in time past. We must have value for people. Any religion that makes you to despise others to look down on them. Look at what Paul said. No, I don't know one of the teachings I was doing. There are three instructions I started with. I said there are three things you have got to pay attention to. Okay, I think I'm gaining controls over the issues of life. That was that was the message I, I, I was teaching on when I made this statement. I said there are three things you have got to pay attention, attention to. Number one, don't look down on anybody. Two, don't look down on yourself. Three, don't allow anybody to look down on you. And that's the problem we have in Isaiah chapter 18. The reason why we are, we are, I don't know, the right word is not coming. We, 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 we oppress others. Oppression is the order of the day because we have poor value system for fellow human beings. And God is against it. Okay, look at the other day when I went to, this is the last instance I'm going to give then I will round off. 
the last time I went to Ajay Market to buy some things, the nylon to wrap those foodstuffs we want to give out in church. You know, the woman that was selling for me was very strong. So she had to employ one of the malams to help her um, put out uh, markets. And she, she was there. And as she was there, opposite inside this broad woman, well, let me call her a pumpy woman, fair complexion, she has bleached off all the beauty of her life. And stood before her is another woman. She came there to beg this woman for a jerrican. I don't know whether she was selling kerosene or something, but they, they are in business. Maybe she now brought a jerrican or something, something, something. And this woman collect the jerrycans and she said she will never release it. Several people came and was pleading with her. She sat down, bracketed there as far as she is, with a wrapper in the market. She said, I mean, friend, unfortunately, she happens to be a Yoruba. The other person she's dealing with happens to be a Yibo. He cannot even communicate in English. But as the woman was trying to explain, you know, and Yibo too can be very Yibo, you know, some Yibo people, they can raise their voice and they can be very um, ferocious. And this woman insisted that he will not give the Jerrican. I stayed more than the I stayed in that place more than 15 minutes because the woman was very strong. She asked me to wait for the malam to help him arrange the market first and uh, that she had put some things over the what I want to buy. I have to explain. She she brought them out. So I stayed. She stood down, she she she, she sat down there, and the other woman, I mean the woman that was telling to me, said something like, ah, SMF and I shook my head. You know, I shook and I mean. I was concerned because it's been long I saw people being obstinate like that. Negative obstination. Breaking your conscience, shaking his say, And people came pleading with her. My heart quack at the evil of man's heart. There are people like that. And you know, one of the things I have seen from the scripture that is a revelation to me even today is that. God deals with me in the proportion I deal with others. The psalm, I think Psalm chapter 18, I'm not so sure. I know in the Psalms, the scripture said that to the merciful, you will show yourself merciful. To the prophet, you will show yourself prophet. I think that, that was the scripture I was sharing the other day. You know that was, I see God from the perspective I turn to him. So I may be seeing God black, he's seeing God white, he's seeing God green, he's seeing God blue. Not because God is different. God reveals himself to us based on how we relate with him. To the righteous who show separate. So if you are perverse, your life will be perverse. And your experiences in life will be perverse. Not because God hates you. The love of God is general and God does not love me than any other person in the world. But check it. My attitude and my position huh, makes me to see God the way I see him. The more reason why we need salvation because outside the circumference of Christ, we can't see God well. Hallelujah. And Jesus Christ portrays that. He said, if you do not forgive your enemy their sins, your father in heaven, although he's loving, your father in heaven, although he's powerful, your father in heaven, although he's a good God, will not forgive you. Ah, powerful God. He cannot separate. I can turn my life around. He said, check, church, no matter how much you pray, your master who died for you said, look, I know my father. John chapter 1 verse 18, nobody has seen the father at any time. But the only begotten son who is at the bosom. The word bosom there means it's in the same place with the father. Genesis 1, 1, in the beginning was the word, the word was God, the word was God. In the beginning with God, all things were made by him. So Christ and Jesus have been together. They've been friends for ages. 
and Christ is telling us about it. I say, this guy I know, I come to tell you of. He said, I know him very well. You have not seen him. I have come to reveal him to you. And he said in Matthew chapter 5, he said, look, this guy that is called God is not partial. But if you do not forgive, that is chapter 6, of course. If you do not forgive men, your their trespasses will not forgive you. Then in chapter 5, he said, look, guys, the intention is that you have to do good to those who hate you. You have to feed them. You have to be nice. Although they are, they are spitefully treating. You say treat them well. You say why do you need to do that? Not because you're a stupid person. Ah, Odeni, Odeni, Ogo, 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 he said we are doing this so that we can be like our father what is about this father he said he makes his son to shine not both on the good look at the kind of atrocities that has been committed in the north if i were to be god i would have stopped rain i would have stopped sun i would have stopped every good thing so that they can die but jesus said no that's not the nature of the father i said look the reason why i'm showing you this nature of the father is so that you can be who the father is so by virtue of making, by virtue of design, the life of a believer is ought, is ought to reflect who the Father is. That's why Paul said, look. In fact, in that Galatians chapter 5, he said that faith works by what? By love. Faith. Your conviction goes. The way to demonstrate that you walk living, not to be self-centered. You know what shocked me the most? I'll round off on this note. When Paul was listening the works of the flesh he listed some things that we don't even call sin and one of them that shook me the most do you know it he calls it self-ambition self-ambition you are going to school to graduate and pick a job because you want to earn where you want to take care of you and your daughter you don't care who dies around you paul said that if you have this trait in you you are seeing the flesh you don't know jesus you don't know him Mm-mm, you don't know him i see eh? I want to be the president. I want to, why? Because I want my name to be known. But Paul said, look, guy, you don't know God, though. And you know what also um, makes me to tremble when I come to read this matter of the work of the flesh? is one thing. Paul said, if you're in the flesh, he said, you will die. Eh? He said, to be carnally minded is that I thought he's born again. Then I asked me, is it physical death or spiritual death? I don't know. But like God said, he told Adam, he said, you wish only die. Adam, Adam ate the fruit, but he didn't die. But eventually died. God said, you wish only die. So when Paul said you will die, he meant what he said. Now, what are we seeing from Isaiah chapter 1 to this point? That not all problems are directly the handiwork of the devil. Some is caused by the evil in our nature. Somebody said, and I agree with him. He said, cast out a devil from a person. He said, although you cast out that devil from that person, that person is delivered from the devil, really, who had made him to act certain ways. He said, although you cast out the devil, the the person will still keep acting like a devil because the devil, although was the one possessing him to do what he had done, he had gained control over him. But now, because he had done that thing so much, he had developed an habit along with alongside. So these days, we we, we, we are raised in opposing and contrary um, environment and the human traits are governed us for the 10, 15, 30 years of our life before we met Christ and the day we met Christ we become a new creature but because we have <laughs> learned habits along the way although we become a new creature we have not learned our habits we are born again but we still learn we are born again we masturbate we are born again we are stingy we are born again we buy bad can you take it said something I like he said he made up his mind with his wife 
that we never discuss anybody's matter in church at home as a pastor. Same time he comes home and the wife is trying to say, Hello there. You see, bra, bra, Dorothy. Bra, Dorothy, you know? Okay, then he says, Please keep quiet. <laughs> Go and speak with Brother Dorothy. He said, Because this is one of the doorways of the devil. Hallelujah. The topic, I mean, the title of where we read this morning from the Message Bible is The Mighty But the Merciless. Where are you? Look at Lazarus and the rich man. He was mighty, but was merciless. Look at the, the rich fool. Now I will, I will pull down my band and I will build a bigger one. Then I will tell my soul, eat and relax. And God said, God said, you are a stupid man. And today, I will request your spirit from you. What is God telling us? That your treatment of others is of paramount importance in the hands of God. And how you treat others is an evidence of how much of God you have. How much of God I have is not how big my Bible is and how I can analyze the Bible. You know, at a particular time in my work with God, I came to a junction that it occurred to me that I said that everybody knows something in the Bible. They can analyze. The more is why I started praying for new revelation. And that's why I bless God today. I have some things people do not know. I simply can quote the Bible and... They, you know, I am up to, 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 to discerning heresies. And in fact, I've seen men of God. I was listening to one, okay, one of our leaders, one, one, one of the apostles of the Lord. He was quoting the scripture yesterday. I said, this, this is, is absolute heresy. He's our father. But will not be that arrogant son huh, that will mock against the, pro, uh, 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 the, no, that prodigal son that mocks the arrogance of the father. I don't know. I read that in years ago. Arrogant son, prodigal fathers. Okay, that that prodig uh, that prodigal son, that arrogant son, that amongst the prodigal father, he never knew that the two of them were in a problem. I ran off somewhere in the book of Proverbs. Solomon gave us four kinds of generation: generation who mock his mother because. The mother is not pure. You see, there's another generation. He cursed his father and does not re- respect it. But he himself does not know that he's not put from these errors. That's Solomon talking. In other words, like the Bible says, when you point your finger to somebody, the fault goes to you. Most of the things we pinpoint in others and we, we, we blame others for, if care is not taken, we are going to fall a bit. Paul said, he said, if anyone is overtaking error, he said, let him that is matured do what? Restore him. We will not be mighty and useless in Jesus' name. Our life is to affect others. And now we treat others really matters. How we relate to them. We've got to learn to be patient. We've got to learn to be calm. And as we do this, the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. I don't know whether you have any contribution. Let us pray. Father, thank you because of the truth of the word. Lord, we have just been only able to glean very little from the scriptures because, as it were, we don't even understand the full breadth and the length and the depth of it. But from the little we've been able to glean this morning, maybe, maybe some other time it will give us more light. But we glean something this morning that every position we have, every opportunity we have, is given for us to better somebody's life. We are not to oppress, we are not to to humiliate you are not to depress others 
we are to be a blessing unto others. Lord, we heal ourselves that the life of God in us will find expression such that this will be our reality in the name of Jesus Christ. That at the end of our days, somebody, somewhere, aside our biological children, we say, Oh, bless God, I met so and so. He helped me at this particular time. That's the essence of life. Lord, we position ourselves and we turn to this frequency in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah.